What does that mean? Well, it means, in a way, well, I don't know how he was intending it, but my interpretation of it is like the mind is projecting meaning onto things, and this is a thing, right? It's projected a meaning onto this, that it's you. <laughs> and then it's crowned with the the crown of, of separate uniqueness called me, but it's it's still been given a meaning. And then from this point, this meaning now distributes all the other meaning everything gets, yeah? And so if there's a feeling of being a you, if it's a strong feeling, and that feeling is produced, it's like people talk about it as, it, it, is it the ego? It's not the ego. The ego, it's, it's the feeling of who has the ego, yeah? Who's the one who has the ego? Who's the one who wants to get rid of the ego as if it's yours somehow, and you'd rather return it? You know what I mean? I want to get rid of this and serve this purpose. Now I like to get rid of it. As if you have some say over the matter. But who is that? Yeah? That's the sense of self. That's where the bonding occurs. It doesn't occur with the ego. The ego, it's this idea, will be used to facilitate the bonding. But the bonding is the sense of being the one who has the ego or the one who wants to get rid of the ego, the one who's being attacked by the ego, the one who's been let, you know, led by the ego, that one, that, that stable one, is it true or not? Yeah? Because if it seems to be true to you, it's going to give meaning to everything else in your life. If it doesn't seem to be true to you, if you question it, then what's going to happen, the meaning that life seems to have for you, which is coming from you, will change. It would be almost like you'll have such an extreme example, like in recovery, where people have an idea of the worst thing that ever happened to them. They've built like a temple there, and an altar, and, they, and all their failures and excuses about why, why life hasn't worked has been laid on that altar. That, that that happened to me. I was abused, or you know, my mother was an alcoholic, and blah, 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 whatever it may have been. So now it's the worst thing that ever happened to them, being born to that person, or or getting arrested that night, or getting into that car crash, or having that divorce. And yet, if they go to a place, let's say in recovery, where their mind has a chance to change, based on looking at the principles of life, instead of your feelings and your thoughts, but principles of life, and your mind changes enough, what will happen is the same person that thought it was the worst thing that ever happened to them will see it as the best thing that ever happened to them. I was so I was so lucky I got that DUI that night because I finally stopped that train of self-will and I had a look at how screwed I was and that's, that projected me into the program of recovery. So when it was happening, it was the worst thing that ever happened to me, yet it turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to me. What the hell was it? Was it the worst thing or the best thing? If, there's, if it was really the worst thing, how could it lose its quality of worseness and then suddenly be, uh, extract the quality from somewhere, who knows, to being the best? How could it be? Yeah? If it had a real inherent meaning outside itself, outside of you, then it would be the worst thing that ever happened. Now, maybe I would have tolerated it and learned how to live with it, but it would still be the worst thing. But it wasn't the worst thing, nor is it the best thing. It's whatever meaning is being given to it. And you're responding to... You're not responding. It's a reaction mostly. But there's a reaction to that meaning. Yet, if you believe the meaning is coming from something and, it, and it's its real meaning, all you can do is pray for that to change. Basically, yeah? If something seems to be screwing with you all day and you solidly believe it's real and true, then the best you can do is pray for that to change. Good luck. You know, it may not. You know? Well, what would happen if you changed? This is the whole program of AA. The whole program of AA changes everything. It has a little uh, process called the inventory process, which is like just a four-column inventory. And everyone who's drinking today or last night was drunk and was in a bar, they do the first two columns of an inventory every day. They know who they're mad at and why. They're very clear on that. Yet they, what it does, it motivates them to order another drink and tell another fucking story to another guy who has the same trip going on. And recovery just added two more columns, which changed everything. All right, see what part of yourself it affected, yeah? And then see your role in it all. If you see your role in it all, what happens? The first two columns produce no possibility of real relief, just the fourth column produces a huge possibility of relief. What happened? It wasn't like you went a thousand miles. You just took it back a little farther. Yeah? Instead of being on the consequential level, 
like it's to me it's like being in the hallway of shit and fans, yeah? So here's the hallway of shit and fans. And you're here, and basically your your idea is I just gotta get the best strategy to keep the least amount of shit from hitting me in the face, basically. So I'm gonna run this thing. But the whole point is the, shit, the hallway and shit and fans is inactive in a way. You activate it by entering it. You're the one who turns on the fan. You're the one who causes the al- shit to align with it. And you're the one that goes like, what's happening? And then whammo, you get in. And now it's all about damage control. Yeah? But the sh- it's like the hamster cage. Have you ever seen a motorized hamster cage? Have you ever seen it? You go to the little, you know, toy place or animal things. You're going to buy a hamster for your family or a niece or something. Is there a motorized one with like, like a five amp motor? Get that cage really going? No, the, the motor is the hamster itself. Yeah. When the hamster jumps out of the cage and goes, wow, miraculously it stopped. What the, what, what produced that? Oh, a great God stopped the cage. And then you get back in it and there it goes again. You don't put it two and two together. That you have a huge part to play in the cage, having its effect of having you going on and on and on. It's not a motorized cage. It has nothing. It's just. It's just the possibility that you you give meaning to. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So if you see that principle, it's not about. And like like I say in recovery, the second column isn't a big leap to the fourth column. It just like takes one line, draw two lines, and just add, all right, well, what did I, what was my role in this? Whoa, that's an unusual statement, question. And, you know, was I selfish, self-seeking and frightened, dishonest and inconsiderate? Okay, let me answer that. And what's amazing, the heaviest thing that's going on in your head, that little bit of paper that you're writing in the inventory can hold every bit of heaviness you've ever had. And it's going to produce an answer. And what's really good, it's not going to be yours. Yeah? It's going to produce the process. It's going to produce a different answer that you would come up with. And that's why it freaking works. Because you are not a person who has a problem. In a sense, you're the living problem. You are the problem. Yeah? By where your mind is resting in. So if you have the right diagnosis, then you can expect some damn fucking radical relief. Yeah? If you see that, hey... I have a cold, you won't be buying 800 pages, $800 uh, worth of flu medicine. You'll just stick with the diagnosis, take the medicine for the cold, lay on the operating table, and then the doctor will tell you when you get up, and now you're free from the symptoms or the ailments of the cold. Yeah, just like that. And if the condition, if you want to call it a spiritual condition, gets stabilized enough, you're not not to catch too many colds anymore. Yeah. In other words, because if I don't, if the meaning doesn't, if the meaning isn't given to that thing, the old conditional reaction will not arise. Yeah, I have to see you as a threat to get paranoid about you. Yeah, if I don't see you as a threat, I may become a friend for you at least today. I don't know what will happen tomorrow, but today I can have a relationship with you. Yeah, but if I'm looking at you from a certain mental condition, I'll see you as a threat. You may be, you may not be. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's so because nothing's truly so. It's, if, it, if it seems so to you, that's good enough. You'll have the feeling of contraction. You'll contract. And then what will happen, You will attempt, your mind will attempt to grasp for some relief, to get relief from the contraction. Not knowing that the movement to get relief is another part of the contraction. So self can't get out of self. The hamster cage, the hamster cannot run itself out of the cage. Yeah? You cannot use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. You can't, the hamster cannot get run itself out of the cage. Self can't get out of self. So it's more of a surrender or a recognition of what's going on. And then when you stop, then the possibility of what's going on can change. Because while you're going on, it's going on. Yeah? While you're in the cage, the cage is moving. When you get out of the cage, it stops. When you get back in the cage, go, oh, I want to I get into the cage while it stopped. You'll stop moving. Yeah. That's just the whole nugget. If you just take it back farther, just go. It's not even farther. It's just the way we have to speak. Instead of looking at who's screwing with you and what can be done about it, look at who's being screwed. See if that's you. 
If it's not you, then you won't be beholden to it and you won't need to defend it or strategize with it to how to get better. You'll be relieved of it, which is called the freedom from the bondage of self. The freedom from the bondage of self. It can't happen in one day because you were never bound. It's just a possibility. If you watch people in recovery, 10.30 a.m. and Saturday morning, they're free from the bondage of self. 10.35, they're up the ass of self. They're now experiencing being bound to self. Then something happens, 11 o'clock, let's say they do service, now they're freed from the bondage of self. 11, 11, 10, they're back up the ass of self. Yeah. <laughs> that's, not having, that's not stabilized relief. That's called an experience based on a fundamental flaw or perception that there's a you. Yeah? So your experience as a you can only be connected and disconnected can only be love and hate, can only be close and far, can only be I feel the presence or I feel totally absent. Yeah, That's how it has to be. It can only be an experience projected on from, from the reality of this. Question this reality and your experiences will change. Yeah. The experiences will come and go, but the state of mind during the day will be a very open expansive state like this sky today. There's not a cloud in the sky. There's absolutely no possibility of anything blocking you off from the sun today. Not one, if you're outside. Yeah? No cloud's going to come and pass by the sky, the uh, sun, and block the sun. Yeah? Your mind is like this, right now. It's having all these experiences coming through that we call Saturday, and then there'll be another parade of experiences we'll call Sunday and there'll be another parade of experiences we'll call Monday and if you look at your life what what screwed up your Saturdays it's never been a fucking Saturday it's been last Wednesday and two weeks from now yeah you'll start seeing the enslavement of self to the idea of time you'll see it you'll see most of my day is never ruined by the day I'm in it's ruined by a day I'm not in I'm thinking about yesterday or my mind's thinking about tomorrow and it doesn't look good <laughs> tomorrow doesn't look bright <laughs> like that song with the sunglasses <laughs> tomorrow's so bright I gotta wear shades well the people are usually wearing a lot of black they're ready for the funeral dirge to start I'm going to have this or that or that yeah? but they have a very difficult time responding to what's happening right now because they don't they are here but they seemingly aren't here Yes, they're in a mental here. They're in a mental here chock full of time. Any take by your thought system on today is shaded with yesterday and tomorrow. Every freaking take is tinted by the yellow of the past and the future. Every freaking perception is drenched with it. Every day when you're looking at the colors of your day, there's a big splash of yellow tint from the self-centered point of view. That's what it does. It washes out all the other colors and you get a certain theme of your life. Yeah? It's called an interpretation. You can be freed from it because you've never truly been bound to it. You're just taking to be this you're taking yourself to be something that can be easily bound by it. That's what's happening. And then if you take yourself to be that which can be easily bound, you'll try to become free as that, which is another form of being bonded to it. You cannot be free from self as self. Yeah? You're not going to get out of self and be able to enjoy it as a self. Yeah? It seems so simple. It is to, in my head. It's so freaking simple because I've entertained it for quite a while. It's blue is blue and red is red. There's no confusion whatsoever about fucking anything of importance. There's a lot of confusion of where my car keys are or, you know, I, where did I place my jacket or my wallet. Tons of confusion happens there. But there's no confusion about what's going on. <laughs> blue is blue and red is red and gray is gray. There's no confusion. Oh, no, I don't understand that. I understand it completely in some level. That's the freedom from it. Yeah. Just like when I came into recovery... I don't know, for the people who aren't in recovery, just bear with me because I feel like riffing on it. We came into recovery, and of course, one of the rudimentary foundations of self is you're the doer, yeah? Actually, the whole point of selfing is to claim. That's what it does, yeah? The mental process claims, yeah? By, 
By claiming a thing, it uses that thing to point to the one who has the thing. By claiming a thought and calling it my thought, it uses the thought to point to the thinker. By claiming a feeling and saying it's my feeling, it uses the feeling to point to the feeler. Yeah? By claiming a vision and say I saw that, it's using the vision to facilitate the bondage of self, to being the one who saw it. Yes, this is what it does. It's its first movement right out of the gate, is to claim. It doesn't have a life, it's got to claim something available that you're offering it, which is the possibility to find expression here. So, what happens? What was going on, there is no self, so the thoughts still go on, feelings still go on, hearings and seeing still go on. You're not that important that you would, oh, they would probably stop if there wasn't a self. They have been continuing, and there's never been a self, yeah? The mental process arose when you were a kid. It wasn't there when you were a baby. It got developed, it grabbed your interest and attention, and then it started to claim all of the facilities of the body, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and thinking, and it claimed it to be, I'm the one who's thinking, I'm the one who's feeling, I'm the one who's seeing, I'm the one who's tasting, I'm the one who's touching. From that point of view, your life gets to be put on a shelf and you get an interpretation instead. Yeah? Now, this thing that's happening is stretched in time to it was happening and it will be happening. Your attention and interest, which is totally suitable and you have plenty to deal with today, is now stretched out on this timeline. And you don't have the attention now to deal with cancer five years from now. You could only have the attention to deal with cancer five years from now, five years hence, yes? You don't have the ability, so you're fucking spread out. You don't have, your interest and attention is like a herd of cats. You can't call them back. They're back there and they're up there, yeah? And therefore you feel a certain lack or feel a, a, a dis-ease or a dissatisfaction in this very present moment because what you are has been sort of hijacked in a way. And your mind and your attention and interest is not responding to this moment. It's reacting to a past and future moment. So what do you do if you're seemingly here and you feel fucking empty because you're not here? Probably you're apt to do almost anything. Shop and spend all your rent money, shoot coke when you know it's a crazy idea, sleep with your best friend's wife because fuck, I can need some drama in my life, you know? Jump off. How, you know, I jumped off, I did a bungee cord a couple times, but why would you want to do like 50 jumps? You do it twice, you got it. You can't, well, I can't become a professional bungee jumper. You just jump off the bridge, you go through the fear that you, everything's telling you not to jump off, you jump off, and that's it, all right, I got it. Why is it we're doing all this extreme stuff? We're just trying to get a shock of being alive for once, yeah? <laughs> we're trying to have such a rush that our interest and attention will just have to. Uh, just rush back into where it never left so that we could feel alive, you know? That's why what shock of coke, a shot of coke was like. The rush was so strong, it grabbed your attention and interest, and at least you felt like you were here for fucking five seconds, yeah? Because you were at the point, your heart was going to burst, your brain was seizing. Man, oh, I'm alive, yeah? What would, what would drive us to that? What would bring us to that point? Yeah? We must be displaced in some way, don't you think? I mean, some people worked whole year to be on a vacation, yet when they're in Hawaii, they're thinking about work. And when they're at work, they're thinking about Hawaii. They can never really get themselves at the same place at the same time when it's appropriate, yeah? So what do they do? They take tons of pictures of Hawaii to prove to themselves and others that they were there because they have a strong suspicion they weren't there. Yeah? They have a real strong suspicion they weren't there. So how am I going to verify my presence in Hawaii? Well, I got the stub. I'll put it on a little, you know, make a little a montage of all my trips with the stubs and the seats I wear in the airplane and all the little parcels and garments I bought in those far exotic places. Yeah? But in fact, there's still a sense you weren't there. Yeah. <laughs> you feel like you've been ripped off every day. And then you start having a huge sense of entitlement. I deserve mine because you never have anything. This is freedom from that. Freedom from it. To be available to this day, the only day that there seems to be, and the only place to receive the invitation of life is in this moment of seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. 
not what not the not the ideas of what was what was seen and what will be seen, but the the moment of seeing, the moment of hearing, the moment of feeling, of tasting, of touching. Yeah, this moment is that's the alan fatal of life. That's it. That's the pulse. Yeah, and you're the awareness that can be aware of that conscious contact. You rest there. Why not? What happened? What causes you not to rest there? The fucking bells of time. Bing, bing, what if? Everyone comes, oh, I love the meeting. I really love the meeting. And then the world starts with but. But, Tuesday, I have to go in and get a, a root canal. All right, yeah. So again, here's the moment. The imitation is a beautiful, restful hour or two. Oh, I'm pledging allegiance to time. Tuesday, Tuesday's much more important than now. What am I going to, what will this be valuable on Tuesday? Well, not on Saturday, it won't, no. It won't be. Its only value is of Saturday right now. Yeah. You see it? You see how the mind pledges allegiance to time? You're feeling fine now? People, like, they don't care about being okay. They want to be okay later. They go, oh, I'm feeling really bad. And I go, well, are you interested in feeling a little lighter or not? Because a lot of times they're not interested in it. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't. I want to feel bad now, but I will be okay. I will be. Okay, you want to go with that? Great. You want to go with that form of slavery? I will be. Not now, but I will. Shit. Not, what is that old song? What, if not now, when? You know? It was a great old uh, Smith song. What is that? This, uh, How Soon Is Now? <laughs> it's one of the greatest songs. How Soon Is Now? Well, for some people, not soon enough. <laughs> it wouldn't it be nice, really? Here's your body. Yeah. Here's your awareness or consciousness. And then here's your mind. <laughs> it's very difficult to get the conditional mind lined up where your body is and where this conscious contact is occurring. Isn't it? Really. And yet most of our allegiance is to this. So if this feels like it's there and then you will feel like you're not here, which you are. If you looked at the surveillance tapes, your body's here. Yeah? You are. And you're only seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting what's on offer now. You're not seeing what was offered in the past nor the future yet. Yeah? But you would be, obviously, this would be the anchor that would be easy to rest in because you'd be locked in by the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting and the location of the body. Yeah? Look at where your feet are. All right, I'm here. I'm I'm seeing here, I'm hearing here, I'm feeling here, I'm tasting here, I'm touching here. But there's one thing, I may not be thinking of here. Yeah. And it seems like the thinking can suck up all the interest and attention and then take it and spread it into time. Yeah. And now the past becomes more important than now and the future becomes way more important than now. And in a way, I don't care how you put it, you're living for the past and for the future. Yeah, and you're, where is the moment, the only moment you can be using this opportunity to do that, which is now? Yeah. So look at where, like Jesus said, you can't serve two masters at the same time. Well, look at what masters being served in your life. Have a diagnosis, a clear diagnosis. If I'm here, my body is here, my senses, felt feelings here, tasting, touchings here. It can't be anywhere else. Yet, I don't feel like I'm here. Then I must be up the ass of self. Yeah? My attention, because I'm stretched out. Yeah? And now, yesterday and tomorrow has more relevance than now. Do you want to live like that? It's like a form of slavery. What else is it? You tell me what it is, if it isn't that. You tell me what can move you without moving you at all. What, what can produce distance where there's no distance? What can cause the, the source of relief to be a, a far-off goal in the future or in the past? What? Is it your body doing it? Is it the conscious contact doing it? Or is it the mental process doing it? I have a question. Yeah. It sounds like you're talking about the general human condition. Yeah. And, you know, as an addict... What happens for me is I get stuck in those 
places that you're talking about. Um, are you talking about exercising a discipline? In no. You would help tell yourself to stay here present, be aware of what's going on with you now. Is it an awareness? It's an awareness, I would say. But whatever is helpful, whatever skillful means present themselves, use them as means, but they're not the end. Yeah? So, so what's the end? The end is the, be- the beginning and the middle. It's the same place, right where you are, as you are right now. And you're just telling yourself that? that no, yourself? you're not telling yourself that. That's just what is. There's no more telling yourself anything. Yeah? If you need some skillful means, use self-inquiry. Ask who it is that thinks they're in next Tuesday. Who is it that you're worrying about, let's say? Of course it's you, right? Well, then ask who's this you and question it. It's just turning the light upon itself a little bit because the light is, is being assumed to be broadcast from one place, yeah? We believe we're, the, we're behind the camera and we're the light broadcasting through the camera. But in actuality, my sense is you're in front of the camera, or at the most, you're the camera box, yeah? And this is facilitating what's actually seeing, hearing, feeling, and tasting, and touching, yes? And this isn't of time. This isn't of a physical location. This isn't of this and that, yes and no, connected, disconnected. This isn't a special somewhere trying to find the infinite everywhere. This is all there is, yeah? And then that's that. But I'm not saying that to myself. I use well, self. You're saying it to us, so I have no other way to describe it. Yeah. Well, the point is, by hearing it, yes, by you receiving the message, it's sort of like a spiritual subpoena. You've been served. Yeah. So instead of leaving this place and going to another court of mind that's going to accrue your value for today, well, you didn't do enough. That wasn't a good enough talk or whatever. Yeah. You're going to go into the court of light where all that baloney's annulled. Yes. And you'll have a fucking relief from your own biggest hook, you. Yeah, you'll be relieved of the bondage of self. And then maybe you'll see, all right, if I tend to forget it, you'll find skillful means to keep the, to uh, locate yourself where you've never left again. Yes? But the means are not the end. You just use them, and then there's a point where you don't need them anymore, because now you're resting in what's so. Yeah? Your mind has become stabilized in that. Not stabilized in the agitation of selfing, but stabilized in the rest of peace. Yeah. Then there's no more yapping or affirmations or anything like that. You're the living affirmation. You're the living scripture. Yeah. So do you describe yourself as being in this place most of the time? Or? I don't describe myself. Myself couldn't be in the place. I describe what, what I'm not, and that's being in the place just like these talks are. I never rarely talk about what is. I'm always talking about what isn't. Because you can describe what you're not very clearly. And then you'll find out what you are. Yeah? But you're never going to know what you are. Never. You're going to find out what you are by the living of it. Yeah? You're going to find out what you are by living. Here. That's what's going to happen. You're going to try to know yourself as a subject or a topic. That's not going to work. If you give up all that and question who is this and you entertain the possibility I may not be that, you're now relegated to a beautiful position of I don't know and you'll find out. You'll find out what it's like to be free. Not in a conceptual presentation in some book, but in your living 2013, November 29th. Yeah? You'll find what it's like to be free. Yeah? You'll find what it's like to be clear. You'll find out what it's like to be a presence, yes? You'll find out what it's like to be big. You'll find out what it's like to be un- unfettered by time. You'll find that out, yeah? To know it is the booby prize. To find out is the joy, yeah? That's what's happening, what I feel. A lot of people are coming to meetings and people are describing everything, how this wonderful thing is, but the most important thing is how or where they're hearing it from. If you're hearing it from a false identification, that's going to try to get there, But that there that's being described is here. What's looking is what you're looking for. So why isn't it obvious that we need to have descriptions of how it is instead of having a living knowledge of how it is? Because we're living as what we're not. Yeah, It's become a topic to us. Our authentic self is like a topic of study. We're going to try to learn and study what we are. 
So I'm the void, I'm inherently empty, but I'm full of bliss. I'm truth, love, and this and that. But are you feeling that Monday morning at 10.15 when the bagel isn't smeared enough with enough butter? No, of course you're not. You're not feeling like you're the love and the the ever-present void. You're feeling like you're a pissed-off person who has to get to work and eat this damn sesame bagel. That's the question. Question that. If you question that, you may find out you're the bliss. Yeah. It works. Well, question it until there's no need to question. When you're resting in it, if you question it, that's beating a dead horse. You don't do never take the ways as the mean to take the means as the way at the end, right? Never take the means. What is it? The way to an end? The means to an end. Never take the means as the end. If you use self-inquiry, what will happen is a pause will occur. Rest there. That's you, bro. When the mind, the selfing stops and there's this, there's something continues. That's you. You're not of a thing. You're not of an activity. You're an awareness. Yeah. Rest there. And it'll have a huge effect on the rest of your freaking day. And then so on and so forth. Days to come. This is how it worked for me. I listened to a lot of descriptions of what I am. But I was hearing it as what I'm not. It wasn't serving me at all. Because now it was just used to beat me up even more for not being where I should be. I should be a child of God. Or, but what does a child of God do? Love everybody, never get mad. Just conceptual crazy ideas of what I thought it would be to be free was just another form of being bound. Yeah, By the idea of freedom. That's what most people are doing. They hear about peace. And what is peace to do? Does it produce a calm and an equilibrium? It produces agitation in the head. Because they go, I'm not peaceful. I've got I've to I've gotta really work hard to get peaceful. I lived in this. This was a trip. I lived in this big compound in Australia. Very rich guy who had a spiritual bent. And so... Uh, and we lived on a, a, cot, a cottage on this thing. A, a number of people did. It was acres of really nice land in the Byron Bay, Australia. So he had a little temple he built, a meditation room. And he wanted to sit there every five, every day, 5.30 to 6.30, to enjoy peace. Yeah. So at 5.30, you'd hear a bell, and that everyone needs to be quiet. But he would drive around the property at 5 o'clock telling everyone, Hey, listen. Stop working. No more sound. I wanna, I'm going to start meditating at 5.30. So, but he wasn't expressing any kind of peace. He was expecting to have it after 5.30. But he definitely didn't seem to have it at 5.10. What's the point of that? So the idea of peace was producing agitation. The idea of enlightenment, which means the secession of all suffering, is producing suffering in people. Because they're going, I'm not enlightened. And then it's another thing. It's on there, should be less. I should be enlightened by now. I should be this. This is insanity. It's all obsession with self. Yeah? This is not a... This is just finding out. This is a simple invitation. It's already got in. I have total confidence in mind. Yeah? The mind knows it already. Now, it may play with itself for years to find out. But in fact, it's inevitable that if you're probably here, that you're going to intend for this to start becoming obvious in your life. And it will. Yeah? may take time, but it doesn't matter at all. It's just the expression. But the fact is, whatever you need to do to get the relief you think you need now won't be what you'll be doing when the relief occurs. <laughs> you won't be doing anything when you're in the relief. Because that's the appropriate response when you're in the relief is to do nothing. <laughs> Rest, express, chill. That's the point. It's not like, oh, I'm going to use this, I'm going to take this little moment of relaxation to keep on furthering myself. I just read this thing uh, on they're having those commercials for Black Friday, whatever. There was this, this uh, there, there was a commercial on Pandora. I'm listening to music on the computer and then they have commercials on there now. And one was from Lowe's and it says, and this thing was, keep on improving. That was his fucking thing. Buy another store. Get another ladder. Get, keep on improving. Exactly. Now you go to a spiritual channel, they're pretty much supporting the same thing. Keep on improving. You know? Did you do one month of retreat? Do a three month retreat. We'll throw in some tantra sex and some emotional therapy and silence and talking. Come on. Three meals a day, no hardship. Eagle Core bathtubs in each room. Ah, yes. Come on. Four months. $8,000. Yeah, it's never going to end. 
The point is, when there's the sense of freedom, <laughs> that's the highest form of maintaining the quote-unquote spirit's condition is being the quote-unquote spirit's condition. Being, not be, but being. The expression of it is the act of manifestation of mind. Being it, yeah, being it right now. And I'm saying you cannot not be it right now. No matter how it's you're appearing to be, that's all it is, is an appearance. You can never be what you're appearing to be. What are you calling the mind? The observer? No, no, I'm way more than that. Well, let's say way less than that. Actually, it's way less than that. The observer is way too much heavy. No. There's observing. There's no observer. Don't put a noun in it. All, everything is verbing. There's no noun to be found. Once there's an observer, then you'll be the observer, and that will be the observed, and there's the dualistic expression thriving once again. Yeah? This is I'm talking about how you know you're thinking, how you know you're hearing, even the voice in your mind that's your own voice. Well, it's not your own voice, but, yeah. Well, yes. you hear it in your own voice. You yes. Yeah. What is that that hears your own voice? Yeah, what is it? The better thing is, look at what you're not, and then you'll find out what it is. Yeah? If you try to, if you try to find out what it is by what you're not, it's knowing it. And knowing it doesn't work. It's just false knowledge. It's like in recovery, called self-knowledge avails you nothing. You'll have a lot of knowledge of all the metaphysical concepts of the void, but you'll have no influence of it in your life. What's the point of it? It's like becoming a professor of holes, yet you keep falling in the holes. What's the point of the... You got the certificate, I'm a professor of holes. People having trouble with holes may come and try to get some advice from you, but they saw a film of your day, they fucking wouldn't follow you because he keeps falling into holes. Yeah, like Course in Miracles says, unhealed healers. Yeah. Unhealed healers are attempting to heal others. Yeah. This is a simple invitation. This is an introductory offer. You're the product. We're not giving you anything here. We're offering you a possibility. Gets in there and then see what happens. Yeah. Maybe you'll have an ease while you're doing the things that you hope are promoting you to the better good. Maybe you'll be more relaxed while that's occurring. That's called traveling lighter. Maybe you'll take a day off from meditation and you'll be okay. You'll deem to be all right. You'll be given permission to sort of break the, the heavy warrior-like discipline. And you'll see that the earth doesn't collapse and nothing goes wrong. And you'll be given permission to sort of expand instead of believing if I contract so much, I'll finally expand into everything. <laughs> Just relaxed, expand, relaxed. Yeah. You are everything to begin with. This is, to me, the most easiest, the most simplest way, because it's no way at all. It illuminates every path, but it's not a path to illumination. It illuminates every path. If you're in recovery, that's a path. That's going to deal with an emotional, mental disease called alcoholism, and it's going to do a damn good job. When your mind isn't stuck on the flypaper of consequential level, it can start entertaining other possibilities that aren't available out here. But it's difficult to entertain these possibilities when you have a court date every three days. Yeah? When you have to have a urinalysis exam. All this stuff. It's more difficult in a way. A way of life frees you, frees your mind from having to constantly attend to what's going on so that it can tend to what's always going on. Yeah? So we all have a way of life. Every one of us has found a way of life. This isn't about finding another path to illumination. This will illuminate the path you're on. You're the light. You, you're the light. That light finally gets brought to your life. And that's reliable because wherever you're going to be in your life, you're going to be there. Yeah? It's nice to be that you're at least near the source of what you're really wanting to rely on. Yeah? Like to me, it's always available at all times with no requirement necessary. How much easier do you want it? And I put it to the test. We don't have a meeting here where there's a get ready, get set, go room. You know, I don't go in three hours before a talk and, you know, do my benedictions and my purification. I took a bath, you know, with fucking water from the Ganges this morning. And I did, that would be fine if I liked that stuff. I don't like it that much, you know. And I don't, I'll go. <laughs> it's like as if I'm the one who's going to bring this about. It has nothing to do with me. 
That's why I show up at every one of these meetings. If it had to do with me, I wouldn't have shown up about half the time. Yeah? But it has nothing to do with me. It's the seat assignment. I show up and it happens. Why? I don't know why. Is it because I'm keeping myself fit? No. <laughs> I'm doing less than I've ever done keeping myself fit on a quote-unquote spiritual level. And yet it seems to be have nothing to do with any of that. And that's what it showed me. It showed my total irrelevance to the situation. If I was willing to entertain the possibility, the possibility was willing to express itself through this. That's what it was. If I'm not willing to it, if I think Monday's more important than today, or I should be doing something else than what I'm doing now, then it won't. Yeah. All the requirements are on our side, not on that side. There's no, there's no side, but all the requirements are where we think we are. When there's a you, there is a side. You're here, and that's there. Yeah. There's no requirements on that side. Yeah. Does then do you have to show your papers when you leave your house on Saturday that you deserve the sunlight? You know, I was I worked really hard this week. Okay, here, here, uh, okay, and okay, ah, uh, yes. No, everyone, the biggest rats come out of a ten-day run. The sun's out. Yes, oh, everyone is shining on every one of us. There's no freaking discrimination. Yeah. <laughs> Where does it come from? Us. Yeah. If you don't believe, if you're believing you're a self, question the idea, maybe it's not so. That's all. That's what I did with this message. I heard the possibility I may not be that which all my thinking was, was pointing to, all my thoughts assume I am, all my thoughts infer, imply, yet I never saw that. I never saw who they were implying inferring and I realized they're not there isn't anything there the mind which is not a body and not a physicality the mind is watching this and it makes the leap it goes well if there's an action there must be an actor bing identification as body takes place so I'm the actor if there's a thought there must be a thinker bing I'm the thinker is there so how does it keep proving that this is me well I was there, so the thought system thinks mostly about the past, yeah, because that's where it can picture you, does it? Do you ever think of you as a spirit five years ago? Let me go over how my spirit was five years ago. All right, let me think of how my spirit will be five years from now. And then let's just say, wait a minute. <laughs> Nothing has changed, exactly. <laughs> it's not that interesting to the storyteller. But the selfing says you were there, yeah, and the thoughts... Oh, you have thoughts about last year. How are you pictured? As a body. Tell me how you're pictured when you're thought about by your thought system. As a body. That's the only way it can remember you. It can't remember you as a, as a, as a non-entity. It can remember you as an entity. So it uses the identification to think about you in the past. It uses the identification with the body to think about you in the future. And it goes like this. I was there. I will be there. I'm here now. And it's a lie. You weren't even in this condition when you were a baby. You grew up into it. Before you were like 18 months, you had no sense of a self. Now you're in a sense of self. And the sense of self is the one that has the ego. And the sense of self is the one that loses the ego. But you never seem to lose the sense of self. That's the bonding. The bonding is not what you have or don't have. Like a great master says... You know, you don't have to give up your possessions. Give up the possessor. Why? Because the meanings the possessions have over you is brought to you from, by the possessor. The possessor is how the meaning is being distributed into the possessions. If you give up the possessor, you have the possessions, but they won't have the ability to bind you anymore because they're just being used to facilitate the bonding. Yeah? They can't bind you, but they can bind you when it produces the sense of being the possessor. You see it? The feelings don't screw with you. It's the my of the feeling. My feeling, the feeling now is used to facilitate the feeling of the one who's having the feeling. And then, of course, it breaks into either I desire to have this feeling more or I, I, I hate or I'm adverse to this feeling. And then the conflict occurs. Now you want to move away or move towards. Grasping, grasping, grasping. Yeah. Yeah. When you ask me how I see myself. Yeah. I thought about that. What came to mind was depends on my emotional condition. What's the emotion condition of 
having emotions and the effect it has on your perspective. Well, it seems to have worked on your perspective, but see, for me, I don't. I'm not. The way I I am isn't based on my the emotional content that's going on right now. Yeah. So Thank God. Depending on, uh, say, you just I don't know somebody rejected you for lack of a better description of some condition. It allowed that that gives you an emotional response, and then you were to look at yourself. Does not not have any effect on how you see yourself. I wouldn't look at myself. I would look at. I would see the emotions, and by seeing the emotions, I know I'm not that. That's the whole point. I never look at myself. That's a pointless endeavor. I look at the selfing, but there's never looking at me because I'm seeing from me. <laughs> I just see everything that I'm not, and that informs me I'm not that. Yeah. What did you mean when you asked uh, you to look at yourself? Hmm. You had made that statement. You said, look "Well, at when there's an identification as a self, look at it." Take the awareness and turn it on. Turn the light on it. Yeah. And then if you see that it's not you, then they'll, what will happen is the the emphasis won't be on the you that the, what you're looking at will be on the seeing. So you have to see see that. Well, it's not even have to. You, it, it's going to occur. It's inevitable because everything you're not is appearing to what you are. Yeah. And what you're taking yourself to be is just an activity of mind. It's an inferring and an implying. It cannot make this. It cannot build the beast. The mind makes the leap into the identification as yeah. The thought is just like this: simple. I go away. I go to New York. I haven't been there in a while. My hair has grown. People at the talk say, "Hey, Paul," because they see me on the YouTube. My short of hair. You go, man. You're growing your hair. So, you know, oh yes, I'm growing my hair. You know. I'm going to have to leave early today because i got to take a two-hour hair-growing event today. You know, and I'm, I join a, gro- a group where we grow our hair together with the hopes that we'll speed up our hair growth. Yeah? It sounds funny, you know, because obviously the only thing I'm doing is not cutting. I'm not cu- growing my hair, obviously. I'm not sitting around growing my hair like looking at a stock market. How's my hair growth doing, you know? <laughs> I just don't cut it. Yeah? But the, the language that is happening, what you're hearing in your head... And it has your voice. It's just coming from the sound of the vocal cords of this body. But because there's an identification as a body, you think it's your sound, your voice. <laughs> you don't see it? Just bring it back. The act of being identified is the Petri dish that all this stuff is, is growing in and then finding expression through. Yeah? If you move the Petri dish, the things will change. If you don't feed it with your interest and attention, if it isn't about you, you'll, you'll have a new Petri dish. Yeah, and that will, and then other, th- and mind will express it through that petri dish, and you may be, li- you may like it better. You, your, your, your emotional, physical, mental condition may do better in that new environment. It has for me. I would call it traveling lighter. Yeah. So where was I at with that? Just before I went off in that little tirade. See, no one's listening anyway. <laughs> I know that. No one hears a damn thing I say. It's fun, and it doesn't matter because my jurisdiction's over as soon as it comes out. Uh, this is just a seat assignment. I'm listening. That's the beautiful thing. And how, what I hear is the same thing every second, all the time. Yeah, that can occur. Emotions go up and down, physical conditions. But the baseline, the baseline is never, never interrupted by what's being played over it. Yeah, never. And the baseline is awareness, and you are that. If you are attempting to use the conditional mind to find it, you'll never find it because you are what's looking. That's what you're looking for. Like St. Francis says, all these great statements that are very succinct in spirituality are just to save it time. So you don't even have to buy a book. I mean, how can, you know, you can't use activity to produce stillness. That would be activity. Well, there you go. There's about 80% of your strategies. (laughs) The guy just, just... just disemboweled about 80% of your strategy of how you're going to get to where you want to go. <laughs> says, you don't have to seek the truth, just stop cherishing your own opinions. Oh, 
Really? Oh, yeah. Why is it? It's not so much the opinions, it's yours. It's your opinion. That's the, that's the real, that's where the meaning is being given. Opinions come and go, but when it's your opinion, you'll die for it. Yeah? You'll die to be right about it. You don't see the difference? See what's going on. See it. If you see it, what's going on, how, you, how can you be what's going on if you can see it? You're talking about the observer. You must feel the space between what's being observed and then what you call the observer. I would just say it's observing. There's no observer. See ya. Yeah? There's no, there's no space. If you can see, just, just look at your theme of your day. Look at your head. If you're having a good day, how long does it seem to last till your head gets nervous, right? When are they going to find out I don't deserve this? When are they going to know I'm a fraud? Yeah. When is she going to find out, you know, I'm a terrible boy, boyfriend, whatever? Yeah. Same head, if it's having a bad day, what does it do? It says it's going to last forever. Do you want that to be the center of your theme all day? Do you want to live that interpretation? Constantly getting the short end of the stick? You think it's going to change? Did you, if you took a shot of a snake's nature at 12 o'clock Monday morning, I bet you the same, if you took a shot Friday, uh, Friday afternoon, it would be the same demonstration of the same nature of a snake. Yeah? Yeah? If you see the thematic uh, aspect of the parasite called selfing, if you see that it's going to elongate or, or emphasize the quote-unquote bad and minimize and shorten the good, that's it. That's how it's going to go. Yeah? Every interpretation is going to be laden with that theme. Every one. Every freaking one. From the smallest little thing to the biggest thing in your life is going to have that thread in it. Every freaking one. You want to see a couple more? See a few more. Yeah? See it. See the difference between money and my money. Huge difference. Yeah? Health, my health. Huge difference. Put the one word in front of it. It changes everything. Money, you would think, if I had a million dollars, I could live maybe six months in Marin pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> if I had a million dollars, maybe a year, my rest of my life. Yeah. Now, let's say you have ideas that you'll never have enough, right? Now, that is what's represented by the selfing. Now, the selfing now has a million dollars. It's claimed to be the one who has it. And now the million dollars ain't enough for it. It's producing tons of agitation. I need more than a million dollars, you see? Now, did the million dollars stir up the agitation? Or was it the belief that was being held by the mental process stirred it up? It was that. Yeah. Why be beholden to all those ideas, to all those old beliefs, all those conceptions, all those conditionings? Why constantly be at the effect of those? Why not? Why be at the, at the, the, uh, the end of the production line where you get smacked by the products of your own fucking mind's making? Yeah. See it. See it, and then there's a possibility. If I, admit, if I can see it, I'm not it. And if you're not it, you're going to find out what you are. You're not going to know what you are. You'll find out about it. Yeah. And so when you hear, read these things, and then you start finding out about it, what that man or woman said has so much uh, fruit, so much flesh and blood on it, because your own, you're lending your own experience into it. You're not going to get a dry husk of a concept the concept is going to be like a, a receptacle for you to put your own intimation into it. Aha! You know? You'll, you'll, you'll have an unspoken yes about what these people have been saying over the years. When they said it's an open gate, a gateless gate, or an open secret, what were they implying? How could there be a secret if it's open? How could there be a toll booth and a charge if it's a gateless gate? How could there be any way you could tell if you were in and out if there was a gateless gate? Who would be, who would be surveilling the gate if there was a gateless gate? Yeah? Who could extract tolls? Who could charge you money for a little visit through the gate if it was a gateless gate? Who could exile you out of where you thought you were if it was a gateless gate? Who could lock you out of what you've always been in if it was a gateless gate? Yeah. Who? What could happen? The only way it could happen is if it could only seem to happen by, through, and as a who. Because that's the denial of what we are. 
The identification, the emphasis on who we are, is the act of denial of what we are. And we're just getting results of that all day. Are you happy with them? If you're happy with the math, keep, keep using you as the primary number. And then try to make sense out of something that seems so nonsensical. But if you drop the primary number one and put zero in it, things will be seen as how they are. Life will be happening, not to you, but will be happening. You'll see it in a new way. Yeah. You'll be totally participating, but not attempting to divert and manipulate and control and sort of manage the current and the flow of it. You'll just appreciate the fucking situation you're in. Like it says in recovery, all those things they talk about. Your mind will shift. What happens? How does it shift? It says, well, you sincerely take a position in life that you're not managerial quality. So you turn your willing life over to the care of a higher power. All right, that's sufficient to produce a pretty big shift. You'll have a new employer now. It'll take care of you if it performs and works well and stay close to it, which you can't be far from it. So there's only one requirement, and that's do service. Yeah. And then what will happen? Well, you'll feel this happen, and then you'll get established in that, and then you'll feel a power flow in, and you'll sense a conscious presence, and you'll learn that you can face life successfully. Yes? And you'll be fucking reborn. Just by what? By just shifting the mind, just entertaining the possibility, which wasn't what I am, but it was, I'm not. I'm not managerial quality. That's how it worked for me. Yeah? I saw that my life was unmanageable because I was managing it. That's what happened. It was a negation. I said, oh, Jesus, I'm not managerial quality. Famo, the solution started dropping in. As long as I was trying to manage myself into solution, that was part and parcel of the problem. And from then on, it's worked out all the time. For me, it's not like, oh, I'm going to learn about what I am. I go with it. Self-realization is the realization about what you're not. That's what it is. You realize something about self, and what it is, it's not you. That's the realization. <laughs> Any other self-realization is self-knowledge is availing you nothing. Self thinks it's had a realization. It's not going to lead you to freedom from self. You're now going to have a spiritual self, which is a much slippier fucking thing to catch. Because now you're wearing robes and you got a loving gaze and you're being good and people think you're so clear. Fuck that. Getting losing there too. There's peace, man. There is a peace that passes all understanding. You are the what is it? You are the way, the light, and this and that. He doesn't say, you know, you are what he said. I am the way. The I am he was talking about wasn't Jesus as a person. The I am that I am is the way, the light, and whatever else. <laughs> These people, we keep, like when they say the kingdom of heaven is within you, and then you're identified as a you, you're going, geez, there's no room for even a parking space in this. I'm pretty skinny. You know what I mean? I can only fit a few souls in here. You, what he's applying, isn't you as this, but you as everything. The kingdom of heaven, like everything else that's, a, that's here, is appearing in the context of everything. Yeah? But we have this constant self, like when you see the movies, we used it the other night, and someone's dying in the movie. And the person's dying, and then there's the heroine or the other, his buddy, and he's going, you can't, what, you can't die on me. I'm sorry, I'm passing away. No, no, we have to get there tomorrow night. Tomorrow night we have that date. I'm sorry, I'm dying. No, you can't do this to me. It's like the, the epitome of self-centeredness. You see it? We're drenched in it here. We look at someone's death as a fucking a particular nuisance to us. <laughs> How does it immediately, it doesn't matter what it is. It could be about something happening on Saturn. Watch your head. Your head will relate it to you in a half a second. I'm telling you, we had with this lady, someone was talking about deers in their yard in Australia. She immediately got scared about deers in her yard in Mill Valley. I mean, how did, it was like 8,000 mile distance of the conversation. sucked in in a quarter of a second to relate to her. And then she was like, Oh, I gotta get a deer fence. Dear Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's like a giant magnet. Everything has is seen as how it pertains to you. It's unbelievably claustrophobic. It's like you're a marathon runner in a closet all day, running around and then you know, they paint the scenery to look different, so you're thinking things are changing, but it's like 
you just kick, just run out like a free-range alcoholic. Woo! Just fucking, you know, you're coopless. You're freed. Yeah. Oh, I will be free. No, you are free. Oh, I'm scared to have it look like this. Well, that's the way it's looking. You know, I get people email me constantly. I don't like your website. It's misogynist. Send bit slap, you know. I'm getting rejected constantly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I look forward to it. I know when we set up the website, people like the people around me, I don't think you should do that, Paul. You should, let's change it to... No, Zen Bitch Slap is going to be it. No, you're going to cut out half, the, half of your possible market. So be it. We're going to go for it. Yeah. I'm not... Mis- I, I never even, you know, when I thought about Zen Bitch Slap, I never even thought about all that meaning. Not one second. Nor have I ever thought about it. Everything happens and everything makes whatever they want out of it. That's all that happens here. Yeah. People they hear this and then they make it into a process. I'm gonna become I'm gonna become a non self as a self. <laughs> That's not what's happening, at least in my my take of it. But who am I to say? Everyone's gonna make it what they make it. I've been presented by people for ten minutes and when they were talking I didn't know who they were talking about. They were just sort of describing me and my message. I was like like a dog, you know, when they're like this. I was like, huh? What? How How did it get so out, off, you know? Just every one of us has given everything all the meaning it has. Yeah? This is your world, bro. Completely. Yeah. Act like it occasionally. When you're blaming and believing all that, that's not acting like it's your world. Yeah? When you take a position of victimhood, that's not responding or acting or uh, responding to the ability of it's your world. Yeah? You see it. And when you see that, you see that's not you and things keep changing. Don't get off the operating table. Things get a lot better. Don't die and don't act out and everything will be great. That's my motto. Don't die. Don't act out. Everything's going to be great. So, any questions? I feel like fucking feisty today. I'm ready to have a fight, man. Hmm. I just want to comment. Huh? I just want to make a brief comment. Yes. About the identification and the victim. Downtown San Francisco. Hold on, hold on. We're having a. Someone has a. Maybe I'm not talking. Yeah. I just want to make a quick comment about the identification and something that happened to me this week. Because I was doing my thing. And I text my daughter, and she texts me back, stop being so self-absorbed. <laughs> so I yeah. um, I really got it. Yeah. Children are like... Yeah. And remember, all there was was self-absorption. There was no one that was being self-absorbed. See? That's the thing. The, the selfing immediately uh, deflects any kind of investigation because then it looks at the action as if it was theirs. And then it goes, gets, it goes into the minutiae of I didn't or should have done that. But that's, the thing is, there is no you that was obsessed with self. That's the thing. That's what selfing does. It throws it on the feeling. It throws it on the thought. It throws it on the action. It was just facilitating using all those things to, to indicate the sense of self. Yeah. And then when, when the shit hits the fan, it points to the action to the feeling, to the thought, but never to the thinker, the feeler. Yeah. Question the whole situation. Don't just question part of it. Yeah. You're missing the whole point. If it's always, if all the questions are on this side, this goes unattended to. Yeah. And it can be really cool and really bummed out. It can be totally disassociated and totally engaged. It can be connected and disconnected. It can be loving and it can be really spiteful. Yeah? This thing will use both to facilitate. It's like a, it's like a two-painting mirror, but they're reflecting the one sense of you all day. Yeah? There's like the good face and the bad face. It doesn't matter as long as it gets a reflection that there's a you involved. That's called the bondage of self. Yeah? Yeah? If you see it, it's, it's not even a step away from there to be, start to be free from it, I swear. If you can entertain it's not you, 
the next thing your mind can entertain is I can be free of it. Not free as it, but free from it. Yeah? And then if you come back months later and you've been doing better anyway, so you start you start traveling lighter and lighter and lighter, and there's the proof is in the pudding. Like Jesus says, the tree, the good tree cannot bring forth bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bring forth good fruit. You'll judge the tree by its fruits. So if you've been coming to these talks and you have a sense of traveling lighter, just keep entertaining the possibilities that we entertain here every week. Yeah? Because it's working. Yeah? Yes, 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 yeah. This isn't, this is very pragmatic. Yeah? It's very empowering. It's not a passive victimhood spirituality. This is very empowering. Yeah? If you see that you're giving everything all the meaning it has, and all the meaning that you seem to be enslaved to is based on being the one who's the thinker of it, the sense of self, so just look at that meaning. Am I that? Yeah? If that isn't so, then the influence of all the other meanings will diminish because they're getting the light. This is the false sun that all these moons are sucking up the light from. The false sun is you as the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the actor. Yeah? And therefore the actions, the feelings, the thoughts, all this have all this power to affect us. But they're coming, they're just, they're moons. Without a sun, there'd be no moonlight. Yeah? These are moons and there's the false sun. And it's through identification as a self that the sun has seemingly, it's not so, but seemingly forgotten itself and it's lent its sunness to this. Yeah? I become the way, the light, and this and that. And look at it. When I'm the light of the world, it can be really dark. That's how it goes. Yeah? If you see it, there's a possibility. So that's that.